You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to GCR.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Yeah, that was Donald's voice. Okay. Our new producer. And we are back for a new season. New season, new episodes, new energy. The same host. I'm your guy Kumo, and I'm here with my ever sweet, ever energetic Maya. Maya, what's good? Hey Kumo, how are you? I'm fine. What's up with you? I'm good. I can't believe it's like almost like you know it's almost the end of February. Yeah. This year has gone by so quickly january mm-mm. it didn't drag in february was like mm-mm, i'm not going to worry people i'm going to go <laughs> what's what's really what's really mad is how this year actually has tried like early parts of this year i know you are still in the first quarter but like early parts of this year tried to replicate last year in terms of moving mad yeah <laughs> because like charlie we thought yeah i know covid isn't gone but we thought Charlie, like, COVID really wouldn't move mad. But Charlie, the team really move mad. And Charlie, 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 Charlie. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. How was your Valentine's, by the way? I, w- I, I spent it in my head. When I went to school and I told everybody that I spent the Valentine's with in my head, they didn't believe me. <laughs> yeah, I also don't believe you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> with what you didn't celebrate all day no because like you know how our lovely president encouraged that we all should, oh, we should stay indoors yeah we should try and stay indoors like restaurants should try and you know encourage takeaway and not dining so i actually didn't bother going because there was no need to go and get an experience like outside when you won't get the full experience if that makes sense yeah um yeah i think that also affected me to some extent i mean um according to my sweet one she said she was going to take me out to dinner but (laughs) yeah but that didn't stop me though on sunday i just we just took some drive to anomachrom that's a little bit far away from kofuridia hey what Um, you guys do yeah just sat in a car and drove um, went to the hills, got palm wine, went to an room, sat somewhere, drank palm wine, got a bit tipsy, came back. Hey. Yeah, that, that was that was that was pretty much it for me, and it, it was it was spontaneous and fun. It was really spontaneous and fun. I would have made it to Kofuridia, but she gets a bit anxious when we are driving at night, and like oh. I don't know the like it's a new road yeah so yeah i had to get back before like night time i like i would have continued to go for it yeah so yeah that was one of the few random things i did during valentine's and it was fun yeah it was really fun <laughs> yeah enough about me <laughs> i'm still on the markets guys please 
<laughs> if, if, <laughs> if somebody's listening to this, feel like I'm out of the market. Please, I'm still on the market. Yeah, she'll listen to this. She'll understand why I'm saying I'm still on the market. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, let's go about Valentine's. I mean, a lot has happened. We sort of have a lot to talk about, but I guess in yeah, subsequent yeah. episodes we'll bring them as and when um today we really want to delve into the first segment of the show we are calling it keeping it real and um keeping it real basically is where each of us will share a news item that caught our attention during the week or during the year or so far a news item that has caught our attention so yeah maya if you want to begin ladies first begin okay so guys you know how we've always been talking about these well i don't call them fraud people but these human beings who come and tell us with hard work um perseverance pers- pers- perspiration aspiration all the shin- 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 aspire to perspire exactly They've been telling us all these things. And one of the people who have been saying that is this um, Nigerian guy. I've forgotten his name. And he made like a big name for himself, even to the point that his whole story became like a rags to riches story. And he named his business Invictus, which has to do with resilience. Just to let you know that, you know, he persevered, came out of all these things. And guys, where am I going with this? He was nominated for the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And then last week, or is it this week, we've seen that he's been sent to jail for 10 years for internet fraud. But for me, I just like me. This is this is the news that bothers me because, like, and this is the problem I have with like slay queens and like fraud boys. Like, do your hustle and whatever, that's fine. But you have to, you, you shouldn't forget that like people follow you. Like, people, like the youth, especially, like they are on social media a lot, including me. Me, I'm part of the youth. And we look at you and then we want to be like you. We want to kind of like aspire to what you are doing but then we never get the full picture behind like what you're doing if you're making an honest living that's fine but are you trying to encourage all of us to make like not honest living or like lie to us that you're making an honest living and when we try to make the honest living like we know they see top but yeah we have to do yeah boys they do things for back yeah it's just crazy like all these things like it really, 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 really stresses me out. But that's the thing that, like, really, really got to me. Because, like, he duped, he duped, like, a lot of people. $11 million, Como. Eleven million. Yeah, yeah. Email siphon. Yeah. That's crazy. See, me, the only thing that's, I think a couple of things surprises me about that news item you just spoke about the fact that these days we we people really want to show off instead of being very discreet about illegal work yeah. that they've got it's 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 very surprising but i guess Charlie, in this age people always want to show off that they are successful and stuff i mean back in the day those gangsters that were with the Kosanosha and everything, Charlie, they were doing illegal things but they were very discreet because they knew that Charlie 
this thing they were doing was very illegal. So they had to be as discreet as possible. It's really the opposite these days. The guy was stealing money through email siphon. I think that that's another <laughs> interesting bit. Mm-hmm. So basically what we were doing was, you know, when um, you're online, sometimes some people will send you some emails that will fill in with your email and your password for us to give you yeah. a new password yeah. or you go to a certain site, they ask you for your credentials. Yes. So yes. something yeah. like that. So pages that will collect usernames and passwords. And basically with a lot of corporations, they don't deal face to face. So when they are able to get your email and your password, they will log in as you and then send emails to request for monies to be transferred to certain accounts. And because a lot of companies deal or put priority with mails, they would forward those monies or transfer those monies because it's coming from your account. Even Forbes itself, who brought him under the 30 under 30, is also really very questionable because this is not the first time they've brought some people who were like fake. I think there was this Idris, Idris Sandu guy. I don't know if you heard about that issue. His credibility was called exactly. You see, so for Sanka Sankasa to them day there, are you doing serious investigation or uh, fact checking before you bring these things out? How are we glamorizing all these 30 and 30 things? I'm not saying it's bad, but then are we are we really looking at trying to encourage people to do more by bringing all these frauds so if he wasn't seen yeah. of doing this money whatever whatever scam somebody might be under the pressure that oh 30 under 30 has like 500 million worth and 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 and, and media what am i doing with my life i know if you've seen that meme yeah. where the guy was like where you where you know they get this money from Make you tell me yeah no because my not just like 30 and 30 but like a lot of the youth of late are getting money and we don't understand and everybody wants to be like open and get and understand where this thing is coming from so that there's nothing wrong with you know wanting to have money but it's like everybody wants to know oh how can i do this how can i do that but and it comes to light to us that oh with hard work i was sleeping i was sleeping in the rain for like 20 days like oh you know i went out like I did not have only have one 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 official sheet that I was going to all the interviews and I had hundred interviews on the hundred and one interview. You know those kind of interviews. I, it was it was like a magic number. True. See, I also think that like Africans and Gaza in general, we glamorize these uh, racks to riches stories too much. Like there are even there are even circles that will say you are you are not rich because your father has money and and then you like you are gen, you are you are inheriting generational wealth is not validated riches, so it makes yeah. it it makes it very difficult if you are someone who like made money to the help of your parents because the truth is that a lot of wealthy people that we see got some help one way or the other or were supported by family or came from a certain generational world which i mean is really not a bad thing but certain people would say hey because so and so is coming from this and that 
his wealth is invalidated. We want always that rag and riches story. I went to the bean seller and I saw that the bean seller wasn't selling Gary. So I sold Gary the bean seller. <laughs> and after selling the Gary, <laughs> yeah, like we have outrageous stories like that. And like I'm not I'm not kidding. Like I don't want to call out names, but a lot of millionaires, billionaires in this country have fucking outrageous stories. One one yeah. of them is telling us that he had a poultry, two chick two chickens. And they gave him one egg, and they gave him a thousand eggs. What the hell? <laughs> are we are we kids? Are we children? Like, bro. Like, see, it's it's and and that's the thing. That's the African mentality too. We don't question these things. We don't try to find out these things. The fact that you see somebody go and see some having these monies, and then you come and stand there and say, Charlie, hustle, hustle. The system is fucking rigged. The system is fucking. Yeah. You can't hustle. You you can't physically hustle this kind of hustle to get this kind of money. It is definitely illegal shit. That they might probably not open up to you. Yeah, it's definitely illegal shit. I'm not saying that everybody who is rich did some illegal stuff. There are people who are comfortable. There are quote unquote the middle class people. People who have really worked their ass off and gotten higher up in their communities and their workplaces and are making some comfortable money. You see the way they manage their things. Yeah, because we're bread and we You understand? It's not money that you scammed off some old woman in the protest and um, faking a female voice said that you are going to lick his nash and everything. So he sends you some dollars and then you are throwing it all about because, yeah, it wasn't hard and money. My thing is saying, if whatever you want to do, bless your hustle. Like, I don't, like, I obviously, I won't do that, but bless your hustle. But my whole thing is, don't come and deceive people mm. on how you got there. Mm. It's either you keep quiet or you actually tell us the way you you went about it. Like, don't come and lie to you. Because more often than not, like, the people who are affected, it's not even like us that we are in like our mid or late 20s or even early 30s this is the people who are now coming up like the young teens like those in their early 20s they are seeing that and they're like how can i make it like how can i do this how can i do that and they're not getting like the right information to be able to get there sometimes it pains me that the system is really rigged against us it's so rigged that you really don't have any choice but to do some sort of illegality on a side. God damn it. God damn it. I'm even guilty of that shit. Segwaying into segwaying into like something else. I don't know if you saw a tweet where somebody was trying to not not sh- not shit on like people who are um, more than you, who do things um legally, but he was like in this Ghana, the way we are, if you want to like be rich or acquire certain like what's the name, a certain like standard of, of, of living, you'd have to do something. Yeah, I saw that things. and like people were kind of like, what are you saying? And it's not like he's being mean or anything or he's trying to say like good people don't make rich money. But in this Ghana, like their the infrastructure is not there to make things like legally when the four big when the same four families are the ones that are getting contracts doing this doing that the other one getting the, this one the big money say we are the ones that are fighting for the points <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah 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 Charlie but imagine if the system was was on our side bruh imagine when you don't have to imagine, take take a bunch full of money to go and buy a car 
that's my dilemma now because see yeah. i want to change my car <laughs> but in this panorama i can't take thirty thousand to go and pay for a car it doesn't make sense it's almost like when i was in school and like people were were spending like 500 pounds or like a thousand five hundred pounds to get like their first car it wasn't obviously the best car but yes. they could afford to get yes. a car on that this one which if we are thinking now is that's not at, at all thousand cities it's not going to get you anything it's not going to get you anything Forty thousand flats if you want a car 40k 40 40 maybe you save that for that kind of money but in a pandem- pandemic pandemic or whatever it's called listen you are not going to take forty thousand to buy a car see it doesn't even make sense it doesn't even make sense you are going to pay a house and you have to pay two years like when you are done paying the two years you literally have to start saving for the next two years it doesn't make sense yeah. all of those things worry very young up and coming people so fuck it i will build a house in my father's house and stay inside yes because why would i move to get pay rent to somebody and be shortening my income stream it doesn't even make sense <laughs> the system is really rigged it's so horrible like i'm staying in my father's house until i marry and even after i marry i shall still stay until i can because like like i cannot i don't know how people are making it i cannot i've had friends who are married and i'm i keep on looking in this ghana my age even with friends because even with friends who are married Charlie, people are coming in for see married couples are living in maybe one of their father's houses or their mother's houses oh because why would you go and rent Ah, it's not easy. Why would you go and rent? It doesn't even make sense. You people will make it anyway. If, if you need freelancers, listeners, like when I here for you, we can cook, we can clean, we can type. <laughs> yeah, we are here for you. <laughs> At this point in time, <laughs> you're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Yeah, moving on to the next topic. I um I think the particular news that caught my attention was the vetting of um Slausu, who is the Minister of Inf- Communication. And um the thing she said about taxing taxing mobile money because the government will get a lot of streams from that place and she was alluding to the fact that um, MTN made almost um, $124 million in remittances in uh, monies from MTN, like from MTN and from mobile money collection and government taxing 10% to mean that government will have 12.5 um, million CDs as revenue for themselves. For me, it's, it's, it's shocking to me because I feel like government is just <laughs> government not not this not particularly to only this government but government for a very long time have always been finding ways to get revenue but we don't really see what that revenue is is being used for you 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 have banks and and I say this on authority because a lot of banks pay their 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 staff twice just to escape 
yes, just to escape that tax. Yeah, how do you call it? That 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 tax, yeah, that tax margin of paying huge taxes to the government. See, even in abroad, even in abroad where taxes are used for developmental projects, people live in escape taxes than Ghana. We don't need we don't need to take 10, 10% from MTN. And I, I even feel that it's a fair, it's a it's, it's, it's a defeated argument because you cannot assume that because MTN is making 124 million CDs, all the other telcos are also making money. It's only MTN that is making that amount of money. So if you are going to charge 10% to Vodafone, do you know how much money they are even making from the, MTN, the mobile money that you want to charge? 12%. Me, I feel like, Charlie, government should find smarter ways of widening the tax net. That is a conversation that some government at some point needs to have because just a few people are paying taxes and it's so much pressure on them. And on top of that, that money is not being used effectively to satisfy the Ghanaian system. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that money is not being used. That would be so unfair to the government. But that money is not being used effectively. And we have people stealing that same money and walking away <laughs> scot-free. And you come and come and tell MTN that if they are making this kind of money, then they should give you 10%. Do you know how much money goes into operational expenses and other things? You know, this was this this how I feel. As much as like MTN is such a thief and MTN really distress, my whole thing is that it's not even about the fact that you decide it's how you know that governments is greedy. Like why are you looking at the tax? Because it's it's not it's common sense, but it's almost like like as a normal consumer that we would be the ones affecting no you who has like money sitting in your account. People that use mobile money yeah. that already the ten percent that they charge is very expensive. If you can't add an eighty percent tax, basically you will be the ones affected. And you as like I'm sure people that use I call it as like because like she they mess up. Like they I'm sure the moment that you mm-hmm. use to buy credit and send it to your family members and stuff like that, if you use people for like every government transactions like maybe you are paying your wages or you are paying everything you won't even talk about yeah. taxing because at the end of the day it's very expensive that's number one number two is that you being a minister you are in that position where you can make sure that uh taxes are being used as you said effectively because if your taxes are not being used why would you be encouraged to pay taxes in the first place that's why I had a friend who was working at GRU. There are some people that are supposed to even pay like rent tax. Like if you rent like them a house or like a store or something, you pay rent tax. People don't pay because at the end of the day, what are you going to use my rent tax for? My national insurance scheme, like it doesn't even cover like a lot of things. Like I'm not even seeing it on my roads. I'm not seeing it benefiting my healthcare, nothing. So why would I be encouraged to like pay my taxes? It's just ridiculous. I feel like I feel like the one thing, the one thing that we should really do because like every not everybody, but like people don't even have the opportunity to really yeah, use a bank, bank, the opportunity too. to like make a bank account. This is what yeah, this is what this what they are using. That's about and so I try and say that now. True. Now, if you are going to tax money, they might as well tax banks as well. 
because I'm not saying like a bank and Momo is very different, but if mm-hmm. you are using like a this like a payment method, like or it's like people store their money, if people do business, just imagine how it will affect businesses. Like people don't think about it. Like businesses ask you to pay money to their business account, they don't even ask you to add the charges on top. It's not a process to ask for for you to add charges. You just imagine you add charges on top for the business. And when they come to move their money, they are not just using out of you will now lose on addition. Charlie. And right now <laughs> and right now this interoperability thing too is part. So right now the money will go high, high up. I feel like if they, they start charging them taxes, they would increase the charges just so that they can also break even. Yeah. But prior to this news, I think that MTN has also come out to categorically state that they pay all their taxes. And see me, I don't blame them because honestly, honestly, eh, if if everybody was paying their taxes yeah. or we had widened the tax nets to reduce pressure on these companies, yeah. I feel like they'll do the right thing. Like, like, let me give you an example. MTN has a lot of contract staff. Not necessarily. I'm not. I'm sure that not necessarily because they want to have yeah. contract staff, but they don't want to have so much money to yeah. pay back to the state senate tier two all of that when you have full staff yeah. you have to pay all those things every month for them that is a lot of money considering the size of mtn i feel like if there was not so much pressure on them tax wise to be fair they are also shit they are spending our money fine everything but i feel like if there wasn't pressure on certain companies to pay taxes because essentially, it is just these corporate, quote-unquote, companies that are actually being regulated or being checked on paying of taxes. The informal sector is basically a free-to-air thing that everybody is just playing freestyle. And then they pay certain tolls and other things that, would, that might end up at the AMA or something. But even with that one, is there a streamlined or there's an assurance that the money will get to where it's supposed to get to. Even if it gets there, is there an assurance that the money will be used for what it's supposed to be used for? It's a lot of things. But I personally feel like instead of having, and that's how I felt during this whole vetting thing, the people came asking questions just to victimize them in, in the name of um, NDC MPP, which I felt was disgusting. But they didn't have the bigger conversations. Like, this conversation should have been a conversation of how we can make our um, um, telco services more better because we don't have the infrastructure to contain the ever-growing numbers of people who are coming to use those services. Or if this tax thing came up, let us talk about widening the tax net and making sure that each and every person who is liable to pay tax pays their tax and it gets to the right people. And it is is used for the right things. But hey, I guess it's one of those things. Um the bigger conversations that are supposed to be have are always not hard. So the government finds a way to sway to topics like the LGBTQ <laughs> issue that's happening right now. Um we'll talk about that in one of the episodes. Because a lot of people are really speaking out of their asses. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 
this TV3 guy was yeah, and I mentioned his name. Said something on Twitter recently about comparing um, a gay eating a goat meat, and if the goat decided to be gay, would you get meat yeah. to eat? I'm like, wait, what? Are you kidding me? Did you even think about that? Did you reread what you just wrote? Like, what is going to that mindset of yours? I, I should tweet, like, I should tweet this opinion I, I read on, is it Ghana Web, Modern Ghana Web or something, like, somebody wrote, like, an opinion on this thing, and it was so biased, I guess the opinions are your opinions, so it's will be biased, but it was so biased, and the thing is, that particular website, like, has a lot of traction, like, again, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with having an opinion, personally, I feel like we all need to respect each other's opinion, but sometimes you're True. just, like, come respectful in what you are saying you get my point it's like true respectful true. What, you are saying, what you are putting across because at the end of the day it's it's going to become like this whole week and this weekend like radio has been disgusting to listen to the newspapers have been disgusting to read like listen nothing just, nothing more to unite us than homophobia fucking bastards it's just, it's just a mess it's just a mess like it's a mess our, even our like so this is like there's one person who like I always looked up to in terms of like putting his words together, articulating himself, him being like a media personality coming into politics. I'm sorry if you guys know Kodo Pompuma, please make him go and listen to this. Like I mean there's one person, but I know I'm not the only one. He's been a disappointment ever since he stepped into politics. I don't want to talk about that guy because yeah. <laughs> how can you tell how can you tell people that they can like you have to criminalize advocacy. Like, hey, say, this is a, a, and what kills me, and what kills me with all of this is, it's not like the European Union. Even now, because UK is no longer part of European Union, it's not like Ghana is part of like um what's the name the EU or something where we have like um a higher rights of like audience. Where I mean, like we can go to like a court higher than the supreme court the supreme court is our end that's our end uh, sure. so it's the like apex it's, court of the land <laughs> that's our end goal and if these people are able to cr- criminalize advocacy all in the name of homophobia and we take it to our apex court i don't think anything is going to happen and that's what's scary because at the end of the day it's almost like we are running the country based on our religious beliefs. If it's our culture, we is fine because our culture is part of like the laws of that. Maya, listen, what is our culture really? What really is our culture? Like that's the big question I want to ask. What really is our culture? We don't have a common culture. We don't. No, we don't have a common culture. But the thing is, our customs and like all the things that we've done in our customs, like you, for example, that I can't culture, the Dagomba culture, the fantasy, all those things, that's basically our culture and that would basically transcend into what they are doing in terms of like the laws. Like but then they- but then essentially we have different cultures, if that's what you are saying. No, Como, and that's, and they've accepted that those different cultures would play part of resolving disputes. So that's why even, even though like you have like your customary law and all those things. You have like these um regional tribunals and stuff like that. That would actually solve like customary disputes. So in essence, like I get it. Like if you open the constitution, like 
the constitution literally lists our laws in order of hierarchy and one of the laws is custom like i think a lot of people don't know this so that's why they tend to fight when the whole custom thing comes up but like our cast our, our, our custom and our culture is part of the laws of ghana like it supplements our laws so that's why i okay. can understand you get my point like people don't know this but that's yeah. why i can understand that point however interpretation of custom and culture is different across board you understand so when we were having this community them this um, debate in our classroom recently where one girl said if we are going to be talk about culture like actually in the past like the past past like just that it was not documented like properly a lot of people in the past like 18 maybe 18 1700 they were all homosexuals nobody should come and chew me but this the information somebody goes after and our teacher accepted that to an extent that's true however because culture is dynamic and culture has changed it has changed from people being homosexuals in the past to people not liking homosexuals now it's very dicey so it's just, Hmm. Is that me, my point is, my point is, you have your beliefs. Fine, yeah. I have my beliefs. The fact of the issue is, they are human beings. Leave them to live their fucking lives. It doesn't really affect you, whatever they decide to do or whatever consensual thing they decide to do. How does it affect you as an individual? But that doesn't mean if you see one, you have a right to beat them or try and lure them and beat them because they are doing one thing or the other. It doesn't make sense. Oh, but you see, that's the problem. So when, when I was talking to my friend recently, I was like, the reason why people have a problem with homosexuals, right, it's not even the fact that it's bad or it's good, I think, personally. I think it's the fact that, honestly, we don't know how to mind our business. That's the that's honestly the the point. Facts. Because, Facts. Because, because if you are saying that, like we don't have to mind our business. Doesn't we always want to insert ourselves into people's business? True. True. Try and talk True. about them. Meanwhile, we can all just live our lives. Like, but we True. like minding other people's businesses, and that's that's what we are down for. I'm just scared because, like, in this, in like the way our system is structured, right? If we decide to get up. And then go and see that we are going to Supreme Court because our constitutional rights are being infringed. Look at the people sitting there. Are they going to help us? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, are they going to help us? Like, please tell me. Like, they won't, even if they want to help us, they won't help us because of the backlash that they are going to receive. And they won't, probably, they won't receive because of the fact that we base our whole country on religious beliefs such that. People are not willing to like step back from it. Look at Akufadu wanting to build their cathedral. Up until now, I still don't understand the need for a national cathedral. Unless you're going to build a national cathedral, a national mosque, a national shrine, then I know that okay, then we are cool. But you see, but you see that the whole thing, like we forget that Ghana is we are not just made up of just religions. Like the other people want religious, but at the end of the day, majority and the majority is people cannot what's the name cannot find a balance between their religion and respecting people's rights. Hey y'all, my name is Joseph N.T., host of the People's Favorite Podcast. Yes, that is Sincerely Accra, brought to you by the Gold Coast Report, hey, and produced by Mr. Asante. Listen, catch all new episodes every two weeks as I bring you unfiltered opinions on the wild and messy lives of Accra's residents. I'm telling you, when I say wild and messy, it is not an understatement. It's wild and messy. <laughs> 
listen. The podcast is set against a backdrop of carefully curated music and sound bites put together by the producer extraordinaire, Mr. Asante. Listen, the Sincerely Acquired podcast is available on all podcast platforms and GCR's website at listen to gcr.com. That is listen to gcr.com. Now listen, make sure you're checking for us because it's always a vibe on Sincerely Accra. Macramo. <laughs> We are going to speak about the last things. <laughs> we spoke about too many serious issues. Hey, see, this podcast, you people are serious, so you, you don't joke smoke. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, we are going to speak about um, Namaste Wahala. So, um, I think for some time now, there's been some few comments on social media about um, sort of a fuse between an Indian and a Nigerian and all of that. And um, I went to watch the show and I think that my co-host was watched the show. So yeah, we are going to talk a little bit about it. We are not movie critics, please. Don't come and come in. Hey, hey, hey. We are just going to do our little opinion about the movie because... You don't know what is proper, proper emotive, how to speak to, you know, elicit certain emotions. True. True, yes. Yes. We are just coming to yeah, true. We are just coming to free our mind about the movie. So Maya, have you seen the movie? Yes. What do you think? What do you think about the movie? Do you think that it's good? Do you think that's horrible? I don't think it's horrible. I just think it's something that like you watch when you want something to occupy yourself. I mean I was expecting more, but then again too, if you watch the trailer, the trailer basically gave you everything you needed to know about the movie. Before oh, okay. Even watch the movie. That was the first mistake. So I feel like that really, like people were expecting more because they literally got the whole plot from the trailer. Like you know, from the trailer. Be, yeah, the trailer will literally give you like something to like be looking for it, but it gave you everything that you needed to know about it. For me, the thing is, people expect too much from. If you are, I don't know about you, but me, I used to watch Indian movies when I was young. Everybody like, did. Everybody yeah. did, man. <laughs> Movies drag like Indian movies drag, they drag. So, my whole thing was, and they are not even just drag, they are very dramatic, especially when it comes to their comedy, like extremely dramatic for no apparent reason. Like, I know stuff like that. And for me, I feel like that's why I go from the movie. It was just because they had to bring the Nigerian aspect to it, it just almost seemed like okay, like what kind of Nigerian movie is this? But for me, I was like. That's actually not too bad because you know, I'm expecting it to be like three hours, like a normal Indian movie. Like, it was yeah, just yeah, yeah. That, like, it was just something that I could watch in it. Like, as an oh, boy, let me watch this. But is it like a movie that I think, oh, like, you guys need to watch it, watch it, watch it? You know, like, it yeah. Was a good, like, few movie. It wasn't like extremely funny, but like, it was really good. Even the supporting characters, the girl's friend, I won't give it give out to like those who haven't watched it, but even the supporting character, like how she was very dramatic in like her speech. She's not as dramatic as that in other movies, but I feel like for the genre of the movie, that's what it called for. And I mean it's alright. People are beating Nigerians, like it's okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> Charlotte, um Maya's yeah, to our listeners, Maya spoke about like growing up watching indian i think there was a, a period um every saturday i think saturday afternoon they used to have like a whole a whole bollywood um, um how do you call it a whole bollywood movie 
And I mean, it's yeah, TVT, yeah, true. Hey, by the way, Maya is not the same age as you. Maya is way younger. She's a baby girl. So please, if you are trying to do your calculations, don't get it twisted. <laughs> she said it on this podcast so many times. And today, New Year, so today I'm saying it for her. She's a baby girl. So please, don't be doing your cal- don't be don't be doing your calculations. Yes, and I was watching it. Eh, almost even one year. Yeah. And then true, I true, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, this I, I feel like this thing is a rom-com. Like, it's a ro- romantic comedy. And yeah. if you know rom-coms, like, rom-coms are... They are... That's how rom-coms are supposed to be. Like, they are... I don't know what the word is. Like, they are corny. Like, rom-coms are supposed to be corny. Yeah. 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 It's very exaggerated. It's a, exactly. It's a fuse of two movie productions that have been known to exaggerate their content like nigerians exaggerate movies so that they can have part one and part two indians yes. already do like three or four hours movies so me when i started watching the movie i wasn't expecting anything i really wasn't expecting anything i think that the thing that i was expecting i was expecting more music i didn't get more music i thought maybe yeah, after like one yeah was- the thing that there was music so me i was getting ready to skip or like put it on one yeah like netflix has come out with 1.5 speed and i'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was expecting music i was expecting you to and also, look, hey, like what's going that, on it was just one song that ghanian indian movie that we did like the one that was done they tried to make it indian if we had more songs than this movie the one with Jackie Appiah and somebody else. I can't remember. <laughs> is it Princess Tara? Is it Princess Tara? Even Princess Tara, even Princess Tara had more songs. Because Princess Tara, there were songs inside. There were songs inside. God damn it. You, you just like... I've forgotten this song. I've forgotten this song. People were expecting more because the Nigerian... Like, the Nigerian... Like, Nollywood in general has really come far... And they were not they were expecting like more to the storyline because I think the video oh. quality was really good. But in terms of like what Nigerian Nigerians have been releasing on Netflix, I think people were expecting more. Like I mean they released Ray and all those things and they had good storylines. And then it I think it was just like a disappointment for them because it's like this is what's going to be representing as Nigerians or as Africans. Yeah. So on that note we Hey, Jesus Christ, I sound like an old guy if I say on that. I need I need a better outro on God. I need to work on a better outro. Okay, so yeah, we are done for this episode. Catch you same time next two weeks. Hey, next two weeks. Is it next two weeks? Yeah, next two weeks. Yeah, yeah next two weeks. Wait for us. You know when, yeah, when you go, when you're on, like, you go to university, you go to, like, secondary school, you have to see your boyfriend, and you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. Then when you finally see him, be like, oh, I missed you. <laughs> That's how I want you to Wow. <laughs> you, you, you actually, I actually don't even relate to what you are talking about, but say, hey, okay. I guess I'm listening. <laughs> I guess I'm listening. I relate to that. I to say that. We don't want them to like really miss us. Listeners, you see, me, I'm the one who loves I'm the one who loves you. Como, he does not love me. Uh, me, I was actually in, in, in secondary school. I was a nerd in secondary school, so I don't even know what you are talking about. All Como's. But yeah. Please step forward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
this is a Kumu, you know, I beg you, this is another Kumu. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, all too soon. Yeah. I'm using another fucking old term again, all too soon. This is fucking guys. Alright, so we we are done with this episode. See you next two weeks. Um, thank you for listening to us. And thank you guys for staying with us. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. I'm here to last, not to carry last. Manifest the God with the funny laugh. Bad man tin till I retire. Tell a low life, make you reach higher. Know they hear when they talk chow. No see my style, make them hostile. Up five nil before halftime. Tell a bench player, make you bench. I don't have time. Tell them. I go go self time go. Who be you go where you was? Again, again, man blue. It's to the hit, hey, do okay, 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 okay. Run to your mother, take this one chop, Easter and Salah. Hasta la vista to all my wahala.